a massive black tendril shoots through the top of the observatory glass, sending shattered glass all over the floor, uh, some of it raining down onto Wind and Don Bringer. Uh, down on the floor below, just at the base of the stairs, we have the remnants of a, a, like a monstrosity made of these undead animals, remnants of human and remnants of like what earth was left on the monastery floor and around that we have molly anna Jin, blue and rose who is currently in a celestial form we're going to start back simply at the top of the order wind what do you do i guess i just <laughs> look at Dawnbringer. should i should i should i punch it I, I'm so confused right now. Uh, Dawnbringer looks at you and says, Wind, we have to balance the scales. You realize this? I mean, yeah, but like, we have to be alive to do it? I'm going to tip the scales in our favor. And he snaps his fingers, and now in the observatory, bodies appear as all five of the heads now form and stand ready to fight, joining all of you. Now I have to add oh. all of them to the initiative order. <laughs> um, uh, Bringer looks down at you and says, you see the massive black tendril? Yeah. I think maybe fighting it might be the best idea currently. Okay. And I just sprint head first at the tendril and then i want to punch it oh uh, yeah go ahead and roll a lot a, go ahead and roll an attack uh natural 20 no <laughs> way it's not yet yeah, first roll is a natural 20 whole Holy crap. That's pretty net wonderful. <laughs> okay, I... Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. okay. okay, so... That's the name of the show. That's gonna... So, four... So, eight plus five is going to be 13 damage for the first hit. Um, I'm gonna punch again. Because I can punch, tw I can punch twice on my turn. That's a 10 plus nine, so that's a 19. Um, and that, that's going to be a six plus five. So that's a le is 11 more damage. Um, and I, mm, yeah, I'm not going to spend a key point just yet. So that'll be it for, for me. And I'll just pose, like get, get back in a stance. Um, ready to... so the, the black tendril is in like the center of the room. Uh, and as you run at it, you punch and it like they both like both those hits connect. It is uh, it, it really works. Uh, I need you to make a wisdom save. Okay, cool. Um, that is going to be a 13. Oof. okay. Um, as you uh, punch and you feel these connect, um, images start to flash in your mind. Um, you see, uh, you are actually flashed back, uh, memories of seeing your village burning, flood your mind, uh, memories of, of, like, looking down and seeing your legs, like, char and fall off, uh, uh, make its way into your mind, and you take... Six points of psychic damage. Next up is Anna. You are in front. Uh, what do you do? All right, so it's still cowering from me, yes? It is attempting to, but it is currently being held in place by Molly while also trying to run away from you, while also trying to wipe off acid from Blue. All right, that has nothing to do with my strategy. I just wanted to feel powerful. All right, so... <laughs> I believe Anna is going to cast an old favorite, Guiding Bolt at the second level. Oh, right. At, oh. The, meat, at the meat monster. 
I should have made a third attack. It's okay. I'll do it next round. Okay. Anna thinks to herself, I, I feel like wind could have made a third attack. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I feel like wind can use an attack as a bonus action. Hmm. <laughs> Think, Mark. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to roll to attack. Cool. Does a 22 hit? A 22 hits. <laughs> All right. Anna raises her arm. Her bracer glows in the normal way that it does. She raises her arm in a fist aimed directly at the beast cowering before her. And a shot of blinding light shoots out and hits the meat monster for... Oh, lame. 12 points of damage of... Uh, Radiant damage, I believe. Hey, hey, uh, Drusif. Derby dooby doo. Yes? Uh, Yadru. Uh, tell me how this looks. <gasps> okay, so this. So, sort of like what I just described, but like <clears throat> this massive, like, blinding shot of light shoots from her fist and strikes this thing in the chest and almost absorbs into it while the damage is taking place it a sudden dim light glows around it almost making it easier for the next person to attack it to have advantage on said Whoa. attack <clears throat> Um, as this like faint light swirls around it, it shrinks down and until it eventually like forms in on itself, and then you see like a tiny little puff as it vanishes. Well, that was cool. And we now everyone who is on the bottom floor uh can fully see the black tendril as well as wind and the five heads of the monastery poised and ready to fight well that's significantly less cool blue europe <laughs> okay so yeah the meat monster is bye-bye and then gotta get up the stairs to the next floor to get with the other folks fighting the thing okay blue is very slow so how so there are Base speed is 20. <laughs> um, Takes three turns of combat I to forgot walk about that. Yeah. Um, we'll get there at the same time. So if they do dash action. No, you took that feat that gives you, you have normal walking speed now. I think it's still 20 though. Really? Dang. Because anyway. it was, I think. Oh, okay. Anyways, so they uh -oh. would take the dash action. If they took the dash action, that would get them how far? It would be 40 feet. 40 feet How is close a double to the combat. Yeah. Uh, that would put you um, at kind of at the base of the stairs. Um, okay. Or not at the base of the stairs, at the top of the stairs, uh, getting into the observatory. Uh, so a good, Ooh. I would say another 40 feet away from the actual tendril itself, but yes. Okay. In that case. Yeah, I'm going to take a bonus action to command BabyBot to um, deliver a shocking grasp to the tendril. Oh, so okay. So it's going to uh, fly over there and yeah. So as you as you dash up the stairs and you send the BabyBot, uh, it zooms over straight towards this black tendril. Uh, these like. Uh, does it have arms? I can't remember. It has a little, it has little arms that kind of fold out of its body. One is kind of a, like, hydraulic puncher that does force damage, and the other is a zapper that does the shocking grasp. Gotcha. As it, like, as this zapping arm reaches out and connects with it, uh, go ahead and roll the shocking grasp. 
Did you, do you roll to do it? Or? I roll. I roll in it. It's I roll an attack. Okay. Yeah. All right. So That's a twenty-three. It. Well, uh, you know that geez. hits. You know that hits. Okay. And that is not bad at all. Eight damage. Uh, wonderful. Eight damage to the black tendril. Um, it is now the black tendril's turn. Everyone that is currently like, I think everyone of you needs to make a, a wisdom saving throw. Yay! And I'll no. go through and ask for what it is one by one. Uh, so I'll give a few seconds for everyone to roll. Wind. Well, everybody near Twent. Also, remember everyone near me gets a plus three bonus. Yes, yeah. uh, that's ten then feet. Twenty three. Or 10 feet. Never mind. I'm not close enough. Yeah. So everyone that's on the same floor. So blue and wind would be the only two currently exempt from the uh, plus three for Molly. Uh, wind, what did you roll? I got a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Okay. Uh, Anna? 21. 21. Blue. 18. Molly? I rolled a nat one. But I want to use. I just got. I got lucky, so I'm gonna use that to roll an additional d20. So yeah, you can re-roll that ones. I think is what it is, or something. We don't really need to hear about your weekend. You can just re-roll any. You just use your luck point and you re-roll it. Yeah. Jesus, that's a two. Okay. She's like so two plus six, which is eight. Plus the three, three. So that's eleven. Eleven. Okay. She's Wait, so she concentrated gets her own on bonus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. She's constant, so concentrated on um, buffing everybody else that. <laughs> okay. Um, gin. <laughs> oh, that's a dirty twenty. Okay, and last but not least, Rose. Twelve plus three is so fifteen. Okay. So I'm going to go through uh, wind, blue, gin, and Anna. Nothing happens uh, as you guys uh, kind of go through this. Molly, uh, you have this memory come up from you. Um, and I actually want you to describe it for me. Um, Molly, how did you find out that your wife died? Oof. Yeah, I know. I was just talking about this with Miranda. <laughs> Basically, the I don't uh, some officer shows up at Amalia's little cottage with a with a package, um, you know, and offers his condolences to her. And inside the package is the only thing kind of remaining of that's all they could find was. Um, her her ring finger, so <laughs> it's pretty messed up. But... They sent you her finger. Yikes! Damn. Yes, she has her finger. That's all that they could recover. With the ring still on it. With the ring still on it. This <sighs> this memory Gross. of opening the package just to see the ring finger and the ring, and this officer looking at you and just saying, "You like my condolences." There's nothing we could have done. Um, floods back into your mind. Uh, Rose, um, you also fly, you kind of have this memory pop back in your head. Um, this time, let me, okay. Uh, you remember actually what was just a few minutes ago. You remember reading the fact that your parents are the reason Jin is this way are the reason that thousands of people are presumably dead. Rose. Rose is very, very much distraught. Like, even though she's entered this celestial form, it's her biggest form of escape right now. She has just become her escape as it was removed from her. She can't see any more stars in the sky. Molly... 
and Rose, uh, each of you take 12 points of psychic damage. Molly, it is your turn. <laughs> oh, she's got tears in her eyes. She's not, she's not uh, having a good time. Yeah. Um, so, Molly is just going to kind of try and steady herself and run up to where this creature is. Um, I'll dash because her walking speed is 20. That's with the bonus because it was five. Okay, the bonus so she, five. she was 15 oh, before. Her, 15. her short little legs. Um, um, yeah. So it's 20. So you take the dash action. You get level with blue is where mm-hmm. you're at. Um, is there anything else you want to do? I don't think I can't like the only I don't think I have a bonus action after that that I can do except for channel divinity but that's not what I want to do as you end your turn there as you now are getting to the point where you see the the uh, black tendril in its fullness you um you get the you feel this like ringing in your ears and then you hear this voice in your head and uh, Luke, we can do some fun editing with this voice, but you just hear... You could have stopped her from going. You could have fixed it. You could have prevented her from dying. And we go to Jin. Um. Wow. Okay, so... Harsh, ghost. <laughs> well, Jin... <laughs> Um, sees that the uh, meat monster has died as it would as it has um, and she looks up and sees these tendrils how how far away would you say they are uh, to get to the tendrils it is okay it's 40 feet to the top of the stairs and then another 40 to the tendrils is what I said earlier so we're going to stick with that it is 80 feet to the tendrils do I have a like clear line of sight? Semi clear. If you like used your movement to get halfway up the stairs, you would you would have a better line of sight. Okay, so yeah, I've got 30, 30 walking speed. Will that get me to the top of the stairs? That'll get you close to the top of the stairs. It gets you about ten feet shy. Okay. Um I run to there. Do I have a clear line of sight to the tendrils? Yes. I do? Okay, yes. I'm going to use... I'm going to use psychic teleportation. As a bonus action, I manifest one of my psychic blades, expend an energy die, and roll it, and then throw the blade at an unoccupied space I can see up to a number of feet away equal to ten times the number I rolled. Then I teleport there, and the blade disappears. So let's see... What's the distance left? Fifty feet. 50 feet, a five or above, and I'm totes there. Ah, that's a one. <laughs> you, okay, we're going to stick with it, though. Uh, Jin, as a, like, just sits there, and, like, uh, the knife forms in her hand, and she throws it, and uh, it just falls right beside Blue. And then where that knife was, now a Jin is right <laughs> next to Blue. Yeah, uh... She's very upset, like, like, all that screaming and shouting she's doing, it's still, still pretty much going on for her. Um, then she's going to take her action to, what's the distance that the tendrils away? Now 40 feet. 40, okay, she's gonna use one of her psychic blades as a ranged attack. Okay. She's just so angry. So she gets there and in frustration screams and throws. And that is a 24 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Okay. And she throws a blade at a tendril for eight damage. Uh, Another eight damage. Boom. And Uh, then she just kind of like puts her hands on her knees because she's really tired from running and screaming. Fair. Uh, next up is the Spectral Rose. Rose is 
still standing there with a few more tears of stardust after the memories came back and the doubt came back. But despite that, she calls forth a beast. She's a summoned beast to call forth a large cat form. It doesn't quite resemble any specific large cat in her current state, but she brings something forth and places it right next to the tendril, because I believe that would be within 90 feet, right? Yes, yeah, it is uh, 80 feet away, so yes, you can do that. She sends it there and has it it, it takes her turn, its turn right after hers, so it doesn't do anything right now. But Perfect. In addition to that, she sends forth one more bolt of, of light towards the tendril. Yeah. Oh, God, she misses. Too much well, what is it? Too much What just... is it? What is what? The attack roll. Um... I believe it's just a d20 plus my wisdom modifier. Right, yeah, but what was the... the oh, yeah, what did you roll? I rolled a nine. <laughs> There's no yeah, way. Yeah, that does miss. I wanted to make sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sorry. But yeah, that was it was really low. But yes, um, so she just sort of sits there. And I guess now we need to, to move on to the kitty cat's turn. Yeah, it's the kitty's turn. Yeah, cat thing. Okay. Um, so that cat is going to. I think we'll go with Maul. So. I feel like Maul would be an effective attack. I mean, it. I mean, it makes sense that. I mean, it's either that or it gets its bow and arrow out and takes a shot, and I don't know, it's in range. Hmm. It's right next to the thing. It's going to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Is this like a thundercat type cat? <laughs> oh. Um, okay, so I need a roll for this manual. Give me a second. Plus the spell level piercing damage. Um, do I, what do I roll to hit on this? Let's see. I'm sorry that you've got to edit this out too. <laughs> if it's a if it's a animal stat block, it should say next to the attack what the attack bonus is. Yeah. For some reason. No, it's your spell modifier to hit. Right, so oh, it should be plus okay. seven. Oh. So just, yeah, just a d20. I'm going to just roll a d20. In. Wait, did you say plus seven? Yeah, because I've got plus seven. Oh, no, no, plus four. Plus four. Duh, 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 duh. Well, normally it's normally it's a plus, yeah, whatever. It's not. I don't think it's going to hit because it's seven plus four, oh, is so it yeah, it's eleven. Is it your spell modifier or your spell attack bonus? Oh, let me, okay, let me check. Um, it is your spell attack modifier, so, so, so I think that's seven. plus seven. Yeah, yeah. So it would be fourteen to hit. Uh, a fourteen. Uh, actually hits. Roll damage. Okay. One d eight plus. Four. It's a big tendril. It probably isn't that hard. The heck is spell piercing damage? Just like piercing damage, one. but All if right. someone if something is weak to magic, then it would do extra. Three plus four. And I honestly just don't know what my spell piercing damage is. I guess there isn't any because of the weakness. So yeah, yeah. I think seven. Yeah, okay. Seven damage. Perfect. Uh, this kitty lands the attack. It is a good time. Um, and then all of the monastery heads go at once. Uh, you all see. Uh, you guys can all kind of see it, even like. Uh, Anna and Rose, even though they're on the bottom floor, you guys just see like rays of light as it goes through. But you see the monastery heads just, it is like a mad dash as they all move at once. And you see just like this coordinated attack on the tendril. Uh, and they deal a significant amount of damage. Uh, let me actually roll. And they're holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like Stormseeker runs at 
Quake, and Quake like launches them in the air. <laughs> they do a fusion dance. Fusion, and then they be called the um what? They combine. They become Joe Biden. They combine <laughs> all of their damages uh, as they all Hello. like you see like flurries of like kicks and punches go through. Um, as all of them combined do a total of 63 damage. Uh, Oh, you mean a sneak attack? Okay, Rogue, I get it. Um, (laughs) Also, you get pack tactics from my cat being there through another range. Oh. Yes. Uh, Oh, pack pack tactics? And Baby Bot is there too, so it's like flanking and stuff. What's the pack attack it's due? Oh, wait, oh, the pack tactics is just... Well, so the beast has advantage, so obviously you don't get the advantage the beast does, but... Um, okay. If at least one of the beasts... The ally, the ally incapacitated. Interesting. I don't know what, exactly what that means. I think it's I think it's not applicable here. Um, yeah. moment. As but, all... Yeah. Okay, I was just going to say, because does the robot count as like an ally for flanking purposes? I think they all count as allies for flanking purposes. Um, but as each of them kind of land back in their original positions, um, you see Quake Strider, Morning Song, and who let me and Duskwatcher all fall to the floor. Um Stormseeker and Dawnbringer are left standing. Um, and that leads us back to the top of the order with wind. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to... Wind looks down at his hand and, like, the feathers start going black and, like, energy starts pouring off and he touches the tendril and casts Inflict Wounds. What? <sighs> Okay, let's see if I hit. Yeah. Okay, that is a 6 plus 9, so a 15. It hits. Okay, so that's going to be 3d10. Inflict wounds a busted spell. Bro, it's insane. So we'll do it like this. So that's... Um, one of them's a 9. And then is the 0... A 10 or is a 1 a 10? What did we decide? I say 0 is, is 10. ten. Zero. Okay, so then a 9 so and a 9 a nine and 1, so that's 10, plus 5. So that is uh, 15 damage. Uh, you deal 15 damage as like this like black energy emits and it almost like surrounds the black tendril with even more black energy. Um, uh, <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. That's a 17 plus 5. Nothing happens this time. Uh, Nothing happens to you this time. Uh, Next up is Anna. Wait, really? Yeah. What? uh, Is the extra attack you have to make a a normal attack the first as your action? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to be sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then I'm done. And, okay, Anna. All right, so I'm at the bottom of the stairs? Yes, you're at the bottom of the stairs currently. My walking speed is 30 feet. That will get you uh, 10 feet shy of the top of the stairs. Lame. I haven't looked at all my spells in a minute. Let me make sure I don't have Misty Step or anything, and I just forgot about it. I don't. Just a lot of dope healing spells. Okay. I'm just going to get as far up the stairs as I can. Perfect. That'll get you 30 feet up the stairs. Anna Anna gets 30 feet up the stairs and stops and she says, I think I'm good for now. <laughs> See, I mean, if you take the dash action and you can get up the rest of the stairs plus some. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that then. It's better than just not being able to do anything else. Mm-hmm. All right, Anna dashes and says, actually, I'm not okay here, and then goes the rest of the way to join the rest of the party. 
Dope. I dig it. Uh, so you are now um, 20 feet in uh, to the observatory. Uh, you are about where wind started at. The tendril is 20 feet away from you. Um, we will go next to blue. Okay. So, question. Answer. Are we still doing the homebrew damage for gun? Or We we are still doing home. Beefy, is it? D&D Beyond damage because it's not. You know what? Now that you're beefy, let's go ahead and do the D&D Beyond damage Yay. for gun. Cool. So, Blue is looking at all these monks and being like, wow, they're just punching a big tendril of living darkness. I'm just going to shoot it with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, they get out their, their laser pistol and they shoot it. And hey, we have magic fists it's okay yeah that roll is. to hit with the roll to hit with gun 22 <laughs> that definitely hits as you cast gun um <laughs> the, the like laser bolt shoots out go ahead and roll damage you've heard of pokemon sword and pokemon shield no, right now down. pokemon gun. gun 12 Reloaded. 12 damage. Uh, as you fire off, I now need you to make a, a D100 roll. Ooh. What? Guys, I made so many mechanics for this thing. Trust me. Oh. 78. 78. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, as this bolt of light fires up... Blue, how, what's your percep? What's your passive perception? Passive perception is sixteen. With that, you as you're looking, you have like your eyes locked on this tendril as you're firing, and right before this bullet hits and does the damage, you see a small eye form and open, and it is staring directly at you as a bolt of electricity shoots back the same path, uh, hitting you. Four. Only two points of electric damage. Well, did you know that I have a spell for this? Oh Before my gosh! Can... Wait, really? This is just gonna be like it, ping pong. Is it lightning damage? It is lightning damage, yes. Then yeah. So, yeah. Capture some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect on you, and storing it for your next melee attack. You have resistance to that damage until the start of your next turn um first time you hit with a melee attack on your next turn the target takes an extra 1d6 damage or the triggering type and the spell ends anyway so i'm gonna cast that so yeah i don't think i roll anything i think i just store up the damage it is just two but you know it's nice yeah so anyway blue suit just stores that energy and now it's kind of crackling with electricity perfect um now you see like it this tendril shoots back electricity at you and your body observer is now the tendrils turn i need everyone yet again to make a wisdom saving throw i'm once again asking you to make a wisdom saving throw uh where's molly do i get that bonus that sweet sweet molly bonus i am yes uh well Yes. So okay, within yeah. ten feet. It's ten um, feet. It's uh, people that will not is Rose, Wind, and Anna are the three that are not within ten feet. Let me make yeah. another wisdom save. My rolls are. And it's sucking. plus three, right. right? Yep. Yeah. So that's a six. I'm going to. Genius it. Yeah, I'm genius it to make it eleven. And then plus three is 14. I don't know if that's enough, though. Probably not. Okay, so, Wind, uh, what was your roll? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, you're fine. Jeez. Anna? Nat 20 plus seven. You are definitely fine. Uh, blue? You did the blue. 14. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Molly? <sighs> 13. Okay. Is this, so is this a spell that it's casting? It is... Yeah, not, um, not a spell. It, it's kind of confusing. Uh, anyway, Jin. What uh, did you roll, babe? Seventeen. Thirteen. I Seven? can genius yours too. 
17. Okay. You can genius multiple ones. Wait, yeah, what yeah, if, if you genius Molly's It's up to five times. So I use one for mine, one for Molly. And then yeah. if anybody yeah, else that. needs so, it, I can do that. Molly, uh what is your roll plus the genius roll? You said eight you said eighteen? It would be eighteen. Because you got thirteen, right? Oh, then yeah, yeah so Molly. Yeah, you're yeah. fine, Molly. Uh Jin, you are fine. Rose. Eighteen. Oh, Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Wait, 18? Did she say 18? Yes. Yeah, I said 18. Yeah. 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Blue, you were the only one that this thing happens to you. Yay. Um, You flash back in your brain, what, like you do all the time, Uh, but this time you go back to the last moment you saw rust <gasps> oh, beans. and you see him in his jovial manner being himself uh and then this one is kind of weird instead of it playing out like you remember it one minute you see him and then in that same memory the next he's gone woof Yeah, Blue, um, I don't know, for a second, you know, any memory or association with Rust, you know, is in some way some kind of a relief, but at this moment, it's, you know, it's obviously it's a reminder that he's gone, and it's like, I don't know, it scares Blue almost more than it makes them sad, just because, I don't know, it's like they're, he's he's disappearing from their life, and it's like, man, what if... Like, you know, what if they could have done something or what if, what if he's going to eventually disappear from Blue's memory as well, you know? Um, so it's very scary. You take 12 points of psychic damage. Ouch, my brain. That is scary. And now the tendril is going to do something it hasn't done yet. <laughs> We're going to do new things. A line of what well, almost okay. looks like this, this like inky, like it, it almost looks like the tendril is forming another tendril and it shoots out uh, and it actually goes down the stairs. Uh, Rose, it clutches you by the throat. Uh, yes, uh, wait, that sounded, you know, but yeah. yes, that's the um, reaction. Her Rose star, her star throat. Yeah, Rose, Rose was super into that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the tentacle whispered a and, safe word in her ear. And no, even we, though... we all collectively were like, hmm. You tendril around, and um, you actually feel the light from that celestial energy, that star energy, uh, start to leech off of you. Um, I need you to make a, uh, a, oh gosh, what would it be? Sorry. An intelligent saving throw with disadvantage. Oh my. Oh, dang. Oh, they're both really fucking good yeah. rolls. Um, wow. 20. A dirty 20 is the disadvantage roll? Yes. <laughs> the better one was a 24. <laughs> she's fighting. She's holding on. She's, she's liking the, the choking. Well, now I get to roll to do other stuff. She's yeah. too turned on to be scared. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Rose, for just a second, you're still conscious. The cat vanishes first. And only a second later, Rose blinks out of existence. What? Harder than... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. And I will get back to you on your turn. Molly! Um, so I'm still about 40 feet away. Yes. I'm just gonna... I don't know, take my action to dash over there again. 
Yeah, you you close that gap easily. What do you do? Well, I mean, I can't. I don't think I can do anything after that, right? Uh oh! If you don't have a bonus action, no. Yeah, I don't. Okay, <laughs> that is okay. Uh, as you you hey, dash Molly. over there and you close the distance here, right next to wind. Uh, <laughs> and Jin, it is your turn. Okay, so how far is Jin away now? You are, you're at the top of the stairs, so you are 40 feet away. Okie dokie. Um, so Jin really, really determined to, uh, figure out this new ability of hers, throws another psychic blade to, uh, like, teleport. Yeah. Five, so she can teleport 50 feet. You You can close the gap easily. Okay, so what she's going to do is she's going to throw the blade, like the purple energy forms around her hand, and she slings it, and the blade goes and lands behind, like on the other side of the tendril, opposite from Wind and Molly. Dope. And then she blinks out of existence and blinks back behind the tendril. I mean, it's a tendril, so I don't really know if she can, like, sneak up on it. But then she does the rat special... And makes an attack with advantage from Rat's help action. Dope. Give me those rolls. I don't even think you need to do that. Yeah, I don't because think you, you should... need advantage yeah. for... Yeah, because you're flanking, so you'll get advantage. Oh, yeah, well, Rat even... likes to be helpful anyway. <laughs> uh, that's a 24 on the first attack roll. And the second one is a 23, so I think I'm going to hit. Yeah, you're, you're definitely going to hit. Go ahead and roll an attack and give me that sneak attack damage as well. Okay, that is 5 plus 19. 24. 24 damage. You slash your way through this tendril. Uh, it, it, it It's almost like you slash, leave a line, and then it closes itself back up as you slash again. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I suppose. Uh, I don't think an 11 will cut it, will it? Oh, bud. I can genius it. Wait, are you... You're not within 30 feet of me anymore. No, I totally teleported like 50 feet away. Um, Um, Hey. Hey, be gentle. This time, um, for you, a memory does not appear. Oh, sick. A feeling happens all over your body Less as you feel the same experience of being ripped apart and reformed in a new way all oh, over again oh that's a worse kind of memory looks like everybody's super into the tentacle then oh gosh <laughs> and you take that's that much tentacle senpai you take 18 <laughs> points of psychic damage. Um. Yeah, my Okay, yeah. Ouch. Jin is at uh, two-thirds of her health. Rose, you wake up back in your physical form in an empty room alone. Still feeling mm-hmm. interesting. How big is the room? Like, uh, it, just, y- is... It, it is approximately like 10 feet by 10 feet by 10 feet. So it's like a cube around. Like you. nothing in it? There's nothing in it. Where am I? As I soon as you speak... Every wall and the ceiling and the floor below you, the eyes, the singular eye that Blue saw earlier, thousands of them flood the area around you and they're all staring at you. Rose doesn't scream, but she just stares at the eyes and trembles. You hear from all around you. Your fear is delightful. And with that, she takes in a deep breath. 
And I'm sorry, this is going to be loud. Ah! That might have actually been really bad, Luke. But she just screams. Yeah. And this continues just for however long Wilhelm she's scream. in the cube. She's just letting it out. She's just screaming, but angrily. As you do, go ahead and roll... How many seconds does the scream last? I mean, probably... I should probably be screaming for however long. Like, it's probably up to a minute. Like, if she's in there, it gets back to her turn. You're going to see her still screaming and, like, stomping and maybe scratching at some of the eyes at some point. I'm going to get back to that. Yeah. We leave that scene of you just... uh, screaming and just hitting what you can and scratching and clawing um, we cut back to the observatory Don Bringer looks over to the only the only other head of the monastery standing he looks over at Stormseeker and says my friend it's time for the evacuation plan the two of them disappear completely wind it is your turn are they abandoning us they left us uh no but i've never really heard of this evacuation plan uh i just start punching it again i will say <laughs> again, i did not say that out loud that was simply a jurassic park reference continue on jen said attack. it out loud jen said it out loud and I was, she was not referencing Jurassic Park. That's a that's space a that Jurassic one Park for the first one. Yep, yep oh, space Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, that one. Uh, you know, it doesn't hit. Okay, well, I guess I'll roll my other two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a dirty twenty. <laughs> that hits. That's a twelve. That hits. Uh, I'm also gonna pump in. I'm gonna do a furry, a furry blows. I'm gonna do furry, furry blows. blows. So, this furry is the kinkiest episode yet. Uh, is it? Furries aren't inherently kinky. Oh, fair. That's a sixteen. That yeah. Okay, and then another sixteen. So yeah. that's a total of four. Four that hit. Yes, right? that is four that hit. Okay. Roll the damage. So, so, um, six, six plus, well, yeah, yeah, six plus five, so that's 11 plus nine, so 20 plus seven is 27 plus, uh, another 11, so 38 points, and then also a nat one. <laughs> the, so you punch once, and it, like, for some reason, it's almost like the, uh, the, I'm trying to think of this, sorry, the tendril, like, molds around your fist and kind of, like, narrowly avoids it, and then you feel, it feels this, like, punch, 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 um, as the rest of the, the hitch just land. We cut back to Rose. Rose, I need you to roll 5d8. 23. Perfect. Um, everyone that's in the observatory, um, as, as in one plane, Rose is scratching and screaming and clawing and punching and doing everything she can to these eyes. You see the tendril itself start to dent and start to collapse in on itself just a little bit. Um, Anna, it is your turn. All right. Anna is going to do something a little crazy. She's going to use her walking speed to get up with the rest of the group because they're only 20 feet away now. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So you said, what did you say the the tentacle is doing? It's, It's almost like it's denting. Denting. Okay, um... Is that what the kids call it these days? Anna probably would have seen some damage going on here and there, so Anna's just gonna call out, Hey! 
Is anybody hurting real bad right now? Anybody need any help? Um, I'm pretty banged up. Anybody else? <laughs> I'm pretty okay. <laughs> All right, just making sure. I love that. It just sounded like anyone else. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what that <laughs> was. I think me. Anna nope, actively did not want to help Jen. <laughs> Oh, so nobody needs help. So nobody okay. needs. So nobody needs healing, is what I'm understanding. No, no, okay. I do. I do. I really. I'm very much hurt. <laughs> okay, no one. I'm just. Gonna All right. If no one's, one, if no one's hurting, I guess I can do some hurting. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Cap. I got you. And uh, am I? How how far away is Jen right now? Uh, about fifteen feet. Okay, cool. This spell goes for 30. So, Anna's gonna... I got you, Jen! Don't worry! Anna's going to cast Prayer of Healing. Actually, wait. I can get everybody, but, like, no one else is, like, hankering for a healing, are they? Anna has the ability so to heal up to six people with this spell, so everyone else is good. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, if you if you have some to spare, yeah, yeah. I'm down by I'll I'm down some. by fourteen, so I have thirty four left. But I'm like, besides that, I'm good. This is I why mean, I called compared out. Compared to and that, asked, I've got. <laughs> this is why I called out and asked everybody. I was just making sure everybody need healing, but okay. And then Anna's gonna just get everybody that's within thirty yeah, feet of yeah. her. All right, so gonna cast this at the first level. Actually, no. Anna's gonna cast this at the third because this is a pretty hefty fight. So yeah, prayer of healing at the third level does three d eight plus three healing damage. That might be a bit too much, actually. I don't. Mm. I don't know if you guys need that much. I'm trying to like conserve. Ooh, damn it. Let yeah, me see. I need like 12. <laughs> okay, let's not do that then. I need like 25, but I mean, honestly, whatever you can throw is good. Sure. I'll do it at the second level just to really balance things out. So Anna's going to cast Healing Word. Sorry, this thing has a range of up to 60 feet. My bad. I can get everybody either way. Okay, cool. Anna cast Healing Word at the second level. Official. Hell yeah. Cool. Do so every, everybody's going to get healed for seven points of healing. Seven? Seven. Uh, what is what is the word? What's... Uh, what's the prayer? What's oh, the, the prayer? Yeah. Word? What did you pray? Okay, yeah. sure. Um, Anna says, Hey, uh, newbie. Hey, newbie, you still there? Uh, uh, I don't expect you to respond. We're not like in that sort of scenario right now. Uh, if you could heal my friends real quick, that would be super chilly you. I will make sure I bring you extra fruit gummies next time. All right, hugs and kisses. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that took so much longer than six seconds, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. Um, Anubis Anubis heard that prayer and said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll give him seven. Seven sounds like a good deal." <laughs> I'm a little busy works. right I mean, now, but yeah, you went a little bit seven. over. You went a little bit over on time, but like, I get yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't know there was a time limit, or that you could just talk to me whenever. Or was that you, <laughs> other God, who occasionally we talk to in canon? Blue, it's your turn. <laughs> um. So, am I? Did I move last turn? Am I now 20 feet from the thing? I think you moved. I don't think okay. you actually yeah, said... You yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, because the spell, you know, it stores up for a melee attack next turn. So, like, knowing that, Blue would have moved as far as they can. Yeah. So, let's so, say yeah. you moved so now they're gonna... 20... You're 20 feet okay. away, so, yeah. Nice. So, I can move the rest of... I can move 20 to close the distance. And then, so, still kind of sparking with this electricity... They um, run toward the tendril, and as they do, they pull out their um, 
fishing spear out of their little pack. Um, Go full Percy Jackson like, on this thing. Yes, no, and then it fo- like it folds out into a into a fishing spear with like the you know has the like like a broom head looking spray of prongs you know, um, and then they just they gig it with the fishing spear, um, <laughs> or try to at least. Oh uh, yeah, make an attack roll. Okay. While while she's rolling, this is a fun fact. My papa wrote a whole book about uh, making gigs and going river gigging. And oh, that's cute. He's been proud of it my whole mm-hmm. life. I love my papa. Ray Joe Hastings, go buy um, that book. Oh, can I have Baby Bot use do the do the help action? Oh uh, yeah, so we I can we can let Baby Bot do the help. Baby Bot do help. That did not help. Oh well. The, the, wait, the higher one was a twelve. I guess I didn't need to use it. Oh well. Um, yeah, twelve hits. Twelve hits, and so that do you does damage. Yeah, it does seven damage plus I did the absorb elements at third level, so that's gonna be plus three d six, which will be <sighs> that two points went real far for you. Two points plus rage. Yeah, so that's an extra thirteen. So total nice. of twenty. You stab in it for twenty. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Yay. Is this like an opportunity attack or just a reaction? Like what what is this? Oof. Um I'm not even gonna genius that because it wouldn't even do it with it. Um that's a seven. Plus the bonus? Plus the oh, plus the Molly bonus. Yeah. It would still only be ten, so I'm pretty sure that still fails. Yeah. Um <laughs> you hear a voice in your head. You only went to robotherapy because you couldn't fix the problem that made him rage. Should have done better. <laughs> no! That's what I'm sensitive about. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, alright. <laughs> Go ahead and hit me with that psychic damage. <laughs> oh, you're very lucky. This is more ones than it has been usually. 15 points of psychic damage this time. Oh yeah, lucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> at this point, it is the tendrils' turn. But something happens. The tendril uh, starts to kind of collapse in on itself as you feel more glass, even even more glass, shatter from above. When you see something that you recognize. But it's different. When you know Fang quite well, do you remember Fang ever having like a... It looks like a tail. I don't know how to explain it, but it looks like almost like something added on to Fang. It's weird. And you see Stormseeker in the pilot seat. And then you see y'all's ship. You see the Star Academy ship also crash through the glass and without even landing, doors fly open. This add-on to Fang opens up from the back and the bottom of the uh, Star Academy ship uh, flops open. And you see Edward at the base of the Star Academy onboarding ramp and you see a bunch of as many students as they could fit inside of uh, the addition to Fang. And everyone is saying, get on now, get on now. Wait, addition to Fang or addition to the ship? Addition to Fang. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, guys, we, what? Let's go. Rose, we cut back to you. The mm-hmm. massive eyes, the voice in your head just says, You're not ready yet. And Rose, you and your physical body appear just outside the tendril in front of Jin. Ah! Rose kind of looks at Jin 
pretty piteously. Like she's just just overwhelmed and collapses to her knees, unable to walk. And one more quick thing, Rose. Lower your mm. HP to one. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> In fact, I'd say Rose probably passes out, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's fair. She's um, she completely uh, Jin catches her. And you hear, get on, get on, get on the ships now! Molly. I'm just gonna go through and ask, do you run towards the ship? That's what I'll say. <laughs> oh man, I'm just she just got up to the creature. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Just the idea of Molly running, running, running. But I... Oh, can I oh. hit him? Yeah, you, okay. I'll give you an opportunity attack. And you can divine smite this to heck. I want to divine smite it. Do it, please. Do it. I want to okay. see it. <laughs> okay. Uh. And then jump on my back, Molly. Hey, girl, what that divine okay. smite do? So she's going to hit with a long sword. That, that was 24. That hits. And then the damage. Are you going to divine smite at third level? Yes, I am. <gasps> yes. yes. That was an eight just slashing damage with. Oh, so I could do 5d8? Or wait, no, I think I can do 4d8 because it's for each spell level higher than the first. And then is this a fiend? I don't know what this is. Um, I didn't realize that was relevant. I mean... Yeah! Okay. So that'll be 5d8. Yeah, guys, land the ships. We don't need them. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> well, let's I see. Think during, That'd be I think during this point. wind is running up, grabs Rose and uses full sprint to Okay. Jin, Jin was like, oh. I thought Jin already caught Rose. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. But now Jin, I can run 60 Jin, feet. I was, do the same I was thing. doing... Yeah, I was flat. When, I when was doing the over, flash shit. Wind runs over and Jin goes, "No, no, I've got her. I've got her. You back off. Go to the ship." Okay, then I pick both of you up <laughs> and then I run with both of you to the ship because I'm faster than both of you. Oh, she's wriggling the whole time <laughs> trying to get out of this. <laughs> I love it, uh, Molly. What's that damage? So that was a, a nineteen on top of the eight, so twenty-seven. Is that nineteen radiant? Um, with divine smite. Yes, it is. You see <laughs> this as like you slash and slice. You see this tendril erupt in white light and white light fills the room as this tendril starts to like decompose rapidly in front of you. Um, and for a second, it's gone. And then for another second, it's still gone. And it's gone forever. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> and then you feel that vibration of the entire monastery happen again. As the kids and Edward both scream, just get on the ships. Let's go. <sighs> okay, fine. <laughs> I really wanted to kill that thing, though. As you all climb aboard the ships, um, wind, as you, I'm assuming you climb onto Fang. Yeah. That as means you climb on. Jin and Rose are on Fang, too. Yeah, Jin and Rose are now on <laughs> Fang. Do the rest of you run okay. to the, uh, normal, to the well, I was gonna ship. drop you off. Yeah. Rat! Uh, <laughs> as oh, you guys, shoulder. as you guys no! split up and go to your separate ship, Stormseeker jumps out of the pilot seat and hands it over to you, Wind. Um, and you hear over the intercom, Dawnbringer says, we need to get out, but you need to tell me where to go. Uh, 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 I guess we're going to Anora. Anora? The water planet. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's the only lead we got. And I, I don't know. I guess it's probably safer than this. Do we need to go? And he jumps out through the, he like basically sends the 
pushes the ship into like as fast as it can go and launches out the observatory. Um, I will say during like running and getting everyone, some of the faster students went out and and like grabbed the fallen heads of the monastery and also put them on two fangs. Um, okay, good. So as you guys go off, go uh, off. yeah, as you guys take off into the into the uh, sky, there is this blackness in front of you as the stars are being blotted out. And then it slowly gets to where little specks of light get through until eventually the stars are back and you are able to set course for Anora. So, were there any students that didn't make it off the monastery? Jerry didn't make it. <gasps> I was thinking, because I could like throw them all into the void if there's no, um, if there's no room on the ships, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I, they were able to get like every student inside of that addition to Fang. Plus, like as you enter the Star Academy ship, you see it is packed with the students. Okay, I didn't. Okay, yeah, as like they are packed in there, it is a tight fit. As you guys get to the point where you can see stars, uh, Donbringer takes a second to turn around and says, "When do you might." When do you might want to look at the monastery before we leave? Okay, yeah, yeah, I do so. As you turn the ship around, all six of you, uh, minus uh, Rose, who I think gets a sense of this based off of her time in the room, see a giant black mass covering the whole of the monastery, covered with eyes. And at once they're all there. And then they blink. And it's gone.